Hello, welcome back to my five-star book review. Happy New Year. It is January 1st, 2024. I can't believe we've already gone through another year, another 365 days. It's crazy how fast the years start to go as you get older. I mean, it is wild. I'm thinking about things that happened last January and I'm like, that was a year ago? I felt like it was just yesterday. So crazy. Happy New Year. I, of course, wanted to make an episode of a pretty quick episode about my top five books of 2023. Most Four out of five of the books I've done a podcast episode about. One of them I read, um, well, actually, no, I think I've done a podcast episode on all of these. Um, but I'll make reference to the one that I'm not sure if I did or not. So I wanted to make an episode about my top five books of 2023. I I think I only read 11 books last year. So for 2023, last year, I guess I can't say last year. <laughs> um, so definitely not as many as I hope to have read. So it was almost a book a month. Um, so, I mean, hey, I think 11 is great. But for me, who enjoys reading and likes reading, I just um, uh, would like to just kind of read more, just kind of get because there was a period where I wasn't reading anything because I was like burnt out and tired. Um, so I'm hoping to spend 2024 spending more energy on the things that bring me joy and less energy on the things that do not. <laughs> so that's the plan. We'll see how that goes. Anywho, let's go ahead and jump into my top five books of 2023. This isn't in any particular order. Um, I guess I could have gone in order of when I read it, if I remember. My memory ain't that good, if y'all haven't noticed. But first up, we have Bad Blood by John Carreyrou. I read this at the beginning of the year. So good. Oh my gosh. It was about, um, I think her name was Elizabeth Holmes. And um, how she pretty much started. She had a great idea, but... She couldn't really get the idea to become a reality. And she was taking all these people's... People were investing in the idea, thinking that she had something concrete and tangible to show them. Um, but she didn't. And she didn't really test a lot of the equipment. I mean, the equipment didn't work. Um, and yeah, basically, she eventually got caught because there were some whistleblowers. Um, thank goodness to them. And uh, I think she did, I don't know if she's in jail now, but she, um, she did get charged. Um, so yeah, that book was crazy. Just, well, the story was crazy, but the book was well written. I loved it. Um, I would definitely read more books from John Kerry Rue. I actually would, um, the other book that I'll mention, Nothing to Envy, that's another book written by a journalist, I believe. Something about books written by journalists, they just, I don't know, they just have a way of writing that just really sucks you in. So, so one of my top five books of 2023 is Bad Blood by John Carreyrou. Um, another one 
since I mentioned it, I'll go ahead and talk about that one. The second one, Nothing to Envy by Barbara Dimmick. And so that one was talking about the lives of people in North Korea and talking about how just how they grew up, um, how it changed from, you know, between the wars and the different leaders uh, over North Korea and also talked about how people went from North Korea to South Korea to get away and to have a better life. Um, Amazing book, especially if you don't really know anything about North Korea, which I feel like a lot of people probably don't. Um, And I think North Korea likes to keep it that way, (laughs) just based on what I read where they, you know, there's not really a lot of phone. I think it was very late when the people in North Korea started to get a phone. But even then, like, you can't use the phone to, like, make international calls. I don't know if people can even, like, call people in South Korea. Um, There are certain, like, TV channels they can watch. Um, Most of them they can't. It's like they're not watching the same things that we're watching. They kind of have to believe everything that their leader is saying about the world, um, which is typically not true. So it's a lot of brainwashing going on over there. But I I thought that Nothing to Envy is a really great book to, um, to learn more about what's going on in North Korea. It's actually very sad. Um, yeah, it's just bad. Bad leaders leading a whole country, and it's just like, how does that happen? How the heck does it happen? But, anywho, so we got Bad Blood, Nothing to Envy, and then we have Black Fortunes by Shamari Wills. Um, And I really liked this book because, um, uh, because it was talking about, I think, six black individuals who were able to become successful after slavery whereas you know most people back in those days like the 1800s um were maids um cleaning you know they were kind of shut away in their own in in a little area working like minimum wage jobs like the like the bottom of the barrel jobs and this was about six black uh men and women who were able to make a living for themselves and make a name for themselves. And I feel like you don't hear a whole lot about black inventors and black entrepreneurs and things like that in our history classes. You hear a whole lot about like our founding fathers and all the presidents and all that back in the day, which I get, obviously that's history, but it would be nice to have a bit more like black history and even like, um, you know, Asian American history and just, you know, there's other like cultures, races um, in America that's had their own history that we don't really get to talk about a lot in school. So I really enjoyed Black Fortunes um, by Shamari Wills. So and just another thing, these are all five out of five books. Um, uh, So yeah, um so fourth we have hidden valley road by robert colker so i did a podcast recently about this one this is about the people who had 12 kids and half of them developed schizophrenia um which i mean this was a wild book really good another one that was just well written and kind of sucks you in it's just like oh my goodness like why did y'all have all these kids and 
Yeah, it, it obviously talks brings up the discussion about like mental health and just how there's still a lot of research around like what causes these types of mental illnesses like schizophrenia. They haven't figured it out. They haven't figured out like the best treatment plans. It reading the book it seemed like they were getting closer, you know, inch by inch, but it's um I don't know, it's just it was sad reading it because you know, the parents really didn't know what to do. They didn't know if they were the cause of it, if it was genetics, if it was something that they could have done differently. And I, I, honestly, I think the parents were trying to ignore that it was any of their fault, to be honest. But like the, the children that had schizophrenia, the, the boys that had schizophrenia, it um, it was just sad, like watching their lives, like, you know, deteriorate um, right before their family's eyes, um, and not really having a normal life. And then, you know, some of them died alone and it's just sad. It's really sad, but it's, you know, I think another great book to bring awareness to that mental illness. So Hidden Valley Road by Robert Polker. And then the last one, I have been wanting to read this book for a while. This is the one I'm not sure if I made a review about, but it's called An Elephant in My Kitchen by Francois Malby Anthony. Um, and she is the, I, I know. So in the book, she was talking about how she started dating someone else. Um, but she was married to Lawrence Anthony, and I've read two of his books, but he passed away, I think, in 2012, and she does mention that in this book, An Elephant in My Kitchen, but I really loved his books. I read Elephant Whisper, and I just got hooked, and um, I love elephants, um, so I definitely wanted to read this book, um, An Elephant in My Kitchen, but it wasn't just about elephants. It was kind of how she was alone pretty much after Lawrence died. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Um, she was alone and kind of having to figure out how to run this uh, reserve for all of these animals. I mean, you know, there were definitely some really sad parts of the book because a lot of the difficulties of running this camp was that um, poachers, like they would come and try to you know, cut off and, and get certain things of an animal to sell, which is just so disgusting. Like, animals, animals are living beings. I don't understand how someone can just, like, hack up some animal while they're alive and just, and sell their parts, leave them for dead. It just is, it's, amazing to me that people are okay with doing that all for money anything people will be blinded by money it's crazy by money and power my gosh but it's a really good book um another book just it's just different you know like I don't know anything about a whole lot about wild animals and running you know a reserve like she was doing I kind of want to go to it one day it's in um I think it's in South Africa uh, I would love to go and spend some time. I There was a part in the book where she was saying like they had guests there. And I think one of the baby rhinos, I don't know if it was the baby rhino or a baby elephant, but like was like knocking on the window, almost like they were trying to like bust in and the guests were like, oh my gosh. So that would freak me out. <laughs> Living so close to wild animals, I'd be like, I don't need anything kind of trying to hop through the windows of my room, trying to crawl in. 
because um, if it was a big elephant, it could just bulldoze its way right on through. So, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, those were my top five books of 2023. So, so good. And I'm hoping to be able to read um, some really, some more really interesting books in 2024. I have not even had a moment to think about how I want to structure this podcast. I know I was going back and forth on what I wanted to do with it. Um, so I'll definitely be taking some time over the next couple of weeks to kind of figure out, you know, the best way to share the books that I'm reading. Um, and, uh, and just kind of grow my audience and kind of have like a little book community here. So yeah, I'll have to take some time to think about it, but I hope you enjoyed the episodes of 2023 and maybe you were able to pick up one of the books that I read, um, last year. And if so, I hope you enjoyed it. Definitely feel free to share or comment if you did or didn't enjoy it. Um, but yeah, those are my top five books. And I hope you enjoyed this episode and have a wonderful start to 2024. All right. Bye.